Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet and I will read for you today, this Monday, the 26th of February or the 17th of Adar 1 on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha or portion from the Torah which is called Ki Tisa and that means when you count. And a scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus or Shemot chapter 31 verse 18 through chapter 33 and verse 11. Before we start reading Please join me in blessing and thanking the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Let's go to Exodus 31. When he had finished speaking with him on Mount Sinai, he gave the two tablets of the testimony to Moshe, tablets of stone written by the finger of God. Now when the people saw that Moshe delayed coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aharon and said to him, Get up, make us gods who will go before us. As for this Moshe, the man that brought us up out of the land of Mitzrayim, we do not know what's become of him. So Aharon said to them, Break off the golden rings that are in the ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people broke off the golden rings that were in their ears and brought them to Aharon. He received them from their hand and made a molten calf, fashioning it with a chiseling tool. Then they said, This is your God, Israel, which brought you up out of the land of Mitzrayim. When Aharon saw it, he built an altar before it. Then Aharon made a proclamation, saying, Tomorrow will be a feast to the Lord. They rose up early the next morning, sacrificed burnt offerings, and brought fellowship offerings. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to make merry. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Go down, for your people whom you brought out of the land of Mitzrayim have become debased. They quickly turned aside from the path that I commanded for them. 
they have made a molten calf, worshipped it, and sacrificed to it, and said, This is your God, O Israel, that brought you up out of the land of Mitzrayim. The Lord said to Moshe, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore, leave me alone, so my wrath may burn hot against them, and so I may consume them, and make from you a great nation. Then Moshe sought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why should your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you have brought forth out of the land of Mitzrayim, with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say, He brought them out to do evil, to slay them in the mountains, and to annihilate them from the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath and relent from this destruction against your people. Remember Abraham, Yitzchak, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self, and said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of, I will give to your offspring, and they will inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the destruction that he said he would do to his people. Then Moshe turned and went down from the mountain with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, tablets that were written on both sides, on one and on the other. The tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God, engraved on the tablets. When Yahushua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said to Moshe, There's the sound of war within the camp. But Moshe said, It is not the voice of a shout of victory, nor is it the voice of crying from defeat, but I hear the sound of singing. Then it happened, as soon as Moshe came near the camp, he saw the calf and the dancing, and his anger burned hot. So he threw the tablets out of his hands and smashed them at the foot of the mountain. Then he took the calf that they had made, burned it with fire, ground it to powder, scattered it on the surface of the water, and made Bnei Israel drink it. Then Moshe said to Aharon, What did these people do to you to make you bring such a great sin upon them? Aharon said, Do not be angry, my lord. You know these people yourself and how they are set on evil. They said to me, Make gods for us to go before us. As for this Moshe, the man that brought us up out of the land of Mitzrayim, we don't know what happened to him. So I said to them, Whoever has any gold, let them break it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. When Moshe saw that the people were unrestrained, because Aharon had let them run wild, to become a joke among their enemies. Moshe stood at the gate of the camp and said, Whoever is on the Lord's side, let him come to me. Then all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together to him. He said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Every man put on his sword and go to and fro from gate to gate throughout the camp and slay his brother, his friend, and his neighbor. 
So the sons of Levi did as Moshe said, and that day from among the people there fell about three thousand men. Then Moshe said, Consecrate your hands today to the Lord, so that he may give you a blessing today, for every man has been against his son and his brother. So it happened the following day, Moshe said to the people, You have committed a horrendous sin. So now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. Then Moshe returned to the Lord and said, Alas, these people have sinned greatly and make gods of gold. Yet now, please forgive their sin. But if not, please blot me out of your book that you have written. The Lord said to Moshe, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place that I told you about. My angel will go before you. Nevertheless, on the day when I take account, I will hold them accountable for their sin. So the Lord struck the people because of what they did with the calf that Aharon had made. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Leave, get out of this place, you and the people that you have brought out of the land of Mitzrayim, into the land which I swore to Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, saying, I will give it to your seed. I will send an angel before you. I will drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and the Jebusites. Head up into a land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not move within the midst of you, so that I do not destroy you along the way, for you are a stiff-necked people. When the people heard these dreadful words, they mourned, and no one put on any ornaments. The Lord said to Moshe, Say to Bnei Israel, You are a stiff-necked people. If I were going up among you for one moment, I would consume you. Take off your ornaments so that I may consider what to do to you. So Bnei Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments from Mount Horeb onward. Now Moshe used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, far off from the camp, and he called it the tent of meeting. So it happened everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting which was outside the camp. Whenever Moshe went out to the tent, all the people would arise and stand, everyone at the door of his own tent, and look after Moshe until he had gone into the tent. After Moshe entered, the pillar of cloud descended, stood at the door, and he would speak with Moshe. When all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, They all rose up and worshipped, every man at the entrance of his own tent. So the Lord spoke with Moshe face to face, as a man speaks with his friend. Then he will return to the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not leave the tent. That was Exodus or Shemot 3118 through 3311. Now we have our portion from the prophets and we will read 2 Kings or Melachim Bet chapter 10.
Now Ahab had seventy sons in Shomron. Yehu wrote letters and sent them to Shomron, to the rulers of Israel, the elders, and to the guardians of Ahab's sons, saying, Now as soon as this letter reaches you, since your master's sons are with you, and you also have chariots and horses, a fortified city and weapons, choose the best and the most worthy of your master's sons, Set him on his father's throne and fight for your master's house. But they were very terrified and said, Look, two kings couldn't stand before him. How then can we? So the steward of the palace, the governor of the city, the elders and the guardians sent word to Yehu, saying, We are your servants and will do whatever you tell us. We won't make any man king. Do whatever is good in your eyes. Then he wrote a second letter to them, saying, If you are on my side, and if you will obey me, then bring me the heads of the men, your master's sons, and come to me to Israel at this time tomorrow. Now the king's sons, seventy people, were with the city's prominent men. When it came to pass that the letter reached them, they took the king's seventy sons and slaughtered them, put their heads in baskets and sent them to him at Israel. When a messenger came and told him, saying, They have brought the heads of the king's sons, he said, Put them in two heaps at the entrance of the gate until morning. It came to pass in the morning that he went out and stood and addressed all the people, you are innocent. Behold, I conspired against my master and killed him. But who struck down all these? Know then that not a word of the Lord will fall to the earth, which the Lord spoke about the house of Ahav. For the Lord has done what he spoke through his servant Eliyahu. So Yehu struck down all who remained of the house of Ahav in Israel, all his nobles, his acquaintances, his priests, until he left him not a survivor. Then he arose and went on his way to Shomron. As he was at the sharing house of the shepherds along the way, Yehu met with the kinsmen of King Ahaziah of Yehuda and said, Who are you? We are the kinsmen of Ahaziah, they replied. We have come down to greet the children of the king and the children of the queen mother. Take them alive, he said. So they took them alive and then struck them down at the pit of the shearing house. Forty-two men, he spared not a single one of them. Now when he left from there, he met Yehonadav, son of Rechav, coming to meet him. So he greeted him and said to him, Is your heart right as my heart is with your heart? It is, Yehonadav replied. If it is, give me your hand. So he gave him his hand, and Yehu helped him up in the chariot. Then he said, Come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. So he let him ride in his chariot. When he came to Shomron, he struck down all who remained from Ahav in Shomron, until he had destroyed him, according to the word of the Lord spoken to Eliyahu. Then Yehu gathered all the people together and said to them, Ahav served Baal a little, but Yehu will serve him much. 
Now therefore, summon to me all the prophets of Baal, all his worshippers, and all his priests. Let none be missing, for I have a great sacrifice for Baal. Whoever is missing will not live. But Yehu did it in cunning, in order to destroy the worshippers of Baal. Then Yehu said, Sanctify a solemn assembly for Baal. So they proclaimed it. Then Yehu sent throughout Israel, and all the worshippers of Baal came, so that there was not a man left who did not come. When they went into the temple of Baal, the temple of Baal was filled from one end to another. Then he said to the one over the wardrobe, Bring out vestments for all the worshippers of Baal. So he brought up vestments for them. Then Yehu and Yehonadav, son of Rechav, went into the temple of Baal, and he said to the worshippers of Baal, Search and look that there is here with you none of the servants of the Lord, only servants of Baal. Then they went in to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Yehu had already stationed eighty of his men outside and said, If any of the men who I am bringing into your hands escapes, your life will be for his life. Then it came to pass, as soon as he had finished offering the burnt offering, Yehu said to the guard and to the captains, Go in, strike them down, let none get out. So they struck them down with the edge of the sword, and the guard and the captains threw them out. Then they proceeded to the inner room of the temple of Baal, brought out the pillars of the temple of Baal, and burnt them. Then they demolished the pillar of Baal, tore down the temple of Baal, and turned it into latrines, as it is to this day. Thus Yehu eradicated Baal from Israel. However, from the sins of Yahovam, son of Nevat, which he caused Israel to commit, from these Yehu did not turn away, the golden calves in Bethel and in Dan. Now the Lord had said to Yehu, Because you have done well in executing what is right in my eyes, and have done to the house of Ahab according to all that was in my heart, your sons of the fourth generation will sit on the throne of Israel. Yet Yehu was not careful to walk in the Torah of the Lord, God of Israel, with all his heart. He did not turn from the sins of Jehovah, which he caused Israel to commit. In those days the Lord began to reduce the size of Israel. For Hazael defeated them throughout the territory of Israel. From the Jordan, eastward, in all the land of Gilad, the Gadites, the Rivenites, the Manassites, from Aroer, by the Arnon Valley, up to Gilad and Bashan. Now the rest of the acts of Yehu, and all that he did, and all his might, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Then Yehu slept with his fathers, and they buried him in Shamron. And his son, Jehoahaz became king in his place. The days of Jehu's reign over Israel in Shomron were 28 years. That was 2 Kings chapter 10. Now we have come to the writings 
and we will read Psalm Telim 119, verse 121 through 144. So Psalm 119, verse 121 through 144. I did what is just and right. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Guarantee your servants' well-being. Do not let arrogant ones oppress me. My eyes fail, longing for your salvation and for your righteous word. Deal with your servant as befits your loving kindness and teach me your statutes. I am your servant. Give me discernment so I may understand your testimonies. It is time for the Lord to act. They have violated your Torah. Therefore, I love your mitzvot more than gold, more than pure gold. Therefore, I esteem all your precepts as right in every way, every false way I hate. Your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul obeys them. The unfolding of your words gives light giving understanding to the simple. I opened my mouth wide and panted, for I longed for your mitzvot. Turn to me and be gracious to me, as it's fitting to those who love your name. Direct my footsteps in your word and let no iniquity get mastery over me. Redeem me from human oppression and I will keep your precepts. Make your face shine on your servant and teach me your decrees. Streams of water run down from my eyes because they do not observe your Torah. Righteous are you, Lord, and your judgments are upright. You have commanded righteousness, your testimonies and great faithfulness. My zeal has consumed me because my foes forgot your words. Your word is thoroughly refined, and your servant loves it. I am insignificant and despised, yet I have not forgotten your precepts. Your justice is righteousness forever, and your Torah is truth. Trouble and anguish have overtaken me, yet your mitzvot are my delight. Your testimonies are righteous forever. Make me understand so I may live. That was Psalm 119, verse 121 through 144. And now our last portion of scripture reading for today, the apostolic writings. We will read from the Gospel of John or Yohanan chapter 14. Do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God, trust also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, so that where I am you may also be, and you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Master, we don't know where you are going. How can we know the way? Yeshua said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
If you have come to know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father and it is enough for us. Yeshua said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time and you haven't come to know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father dwelling in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I tell you. He who puts his trust in me, the works that I do, he will do, and greater than these he will do, because I am going to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, so he may be with you forever, the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because he does not behold him or know him. You know him because he abides with you and will be in you. I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will no longer behold me but you will behold me. Because I live, you also will live. In that day, you will know that I am in the Father, you are in me, and I am in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. Yehuda not the one from Kriot, said to him, Master, what has happened that you are about to reveal yourself to us and not the world? Yeshua answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word you hear is not mine, but the fathers who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while dwelling with you. But the Helper, the Ruach HaKodesh, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of everything that I said to you. Shalom, I leave you. My shalom I give to you, but not as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled or afraid. You have heard me say, I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. I will not talk with you much longer, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has nothing on me, but in order that the world may know that I love the Father, I do exactly as the Father commanded me. Get up 
let's go from here. That was John chapter 14. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, you would also read Hebrews chapter 5 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. This was um, a lot of reading today, long passages. And I pray that the Word of God will have spoken to you and that you can hide it in your heart and the Spirit can bring it forth when you will need it. For now, shalom and blessings from Israel. Until next time.